0: Besties, we're talking about fake doms. And the thing is that this is a really big topic. And I, you know, have honestly started this more more than a few times. I think I've already recorded 30 minutes on this episode and just decided, let's just scrap it. Um, and record it when I'm hungry, because that'll force me to get to the root of it <laughs> and to the core of this issue. So while this won't be a fully, like, totally fleshed out thing, hey, it's just a 20-minute podcast. It's not supposed to be. This is just supposed to be a short conversation on these really valuable topics and just, yeah, a little little dose of this in your, in your week. Um, because, yeah, kink doesn't have to be this big dissertation every time, okay? Um, it can just be small conversations um, and yeah it doesn't have to be intimidating so let's de-intimidate this topic we'll talk about what the fuck is a fake dom Um, what is that insinuating are there real doms in contrast and all this kind of stuff so hi hello let's do this thing and if you don't know me hi i'm emma i'm a kink mentor i'm a submissive myself with adhd and um and i'm a little i like i like cgl stuff and you can, you can actually work with me one-on-one. It's very cool. But this podcast is just my way of making these topics and these conversations with me accessible whenever um, folks do submit questions to me. So what's a fake dom? Um, if you've been in the kink community at all, um, especially as if you are a submissive, I think you will, you're, you're going to run into this topic a lot. Um, and it's a really like it's a kind intention. There's a lot of yeah, good good intent behind the creation of this term and people using it because it's really meant to like protect submissives or just pre- or switches or whatever. We're just protect people in our kink community from like unethical or dangerous behaviors or just, you know, people who are unethical and are going to, you know, might put you in danger, which is super fucking valuable, right? Like, uh, undoubtedly, we want, we want Kingy people to be safe and good, and we want everyone to be good and cared for, but <sighs> I think there's a different way to do it, and I think we need to talk about this term a little bit more, and I think it's actually a little bit problematic. So, ah, got to shift in my seat. The danger of using the fake DOM term. And this comes from the perspective of someone who has ADHD and is very like, you know, prone to rejection sensitivity. And also who, you know, has, has worked with, you know, some some people who are scared of being a fake DOM. Um, and where I see the danger of using this term. Um, it's also in the, some of the intention behind it, because some, well, some of the intention of using the fake ter- dom term is to, you know, protect our community and keep it safe and clear and good, um, how the term fake dom does that is by othering and rejecting and shutting out people who are, you know, behaving in these unethical or dangerous or abusive ways. And I want to be very, very, very clear that I think that's like in a lot of ways, I think that's the right move (laughs) Um, is to, you know, like, you know, obviously we don't want to be spending time around abusers. I'll be the first one to tell you that like, hey, if I'm not into something, I just will not spend time around it. Like I'm not going to spend my time trying to train or chain people or train or change people, I'm just going to adjust my circumstances accordingly so that I'm not around this behavior that I don't want to be around. Um, and I advocate for, for folks doing the same for themselves. The danger with using the term fake dom though, is that a lot of people are so scared of being rejected by it, um, that sometimes you'll find folks who will Um, not necessarily like own up to any of the past mistakes or like lessons that they've learned in the past um, if any of these you know those types of mistakes lined up with being a fake dom because they're scared of being rejected from their community Um, and on the other like side of that coin there's also folks who maybe don't even recognize that what they're doing is is wrong and they need to change it but whenever that's being addressed by them just being rejected from a community there's obviously going to be a lot of defensiveness with that because when people are rejected you know that's when you go into self-protection mode of like well you're rejecting me I don't want to be in your thing kind of way um, and that's really tricky because we're not really um, inspiring or cultivating or being part of a community that allows for growth and change whenever our knee-jerk reaction is just like, "Mm, well, you're done. First strike, you're out. You're a fake Dom now. You're not one of us. Um, And (sighs) it's really tricky. (laughs) And obviously, this is not um, a black and white topic. And that's part of the reason why I want to address this is that the term fake dom often does come with a lot of like, you know, black and, black and white type, type of lists and classifications. Because if you look up this term fake dom anywhere, someone's going to give you a totally different answer of what this is. And they're usually going to give you a list of traits that are like, okay, a fake dom does XYZ, XYZ, um, and a real dom, you know, would do these opposite things by contrast. But the thing is that we are human beings, and not only are we going to make mistakes, but also people are going to behave in a different way and have different you know, desires. And with consent, all things are possible. So let me, let me just give you some, <laughs> before you come for me, let me give you some examples of some of these like um, fake DOM characteristic lists that I'm talking about. So a quick search on Reddit, you Google the term fake DOM, you're going to get someone who comments, um, well, the difference between, you know, what, what makes someone a fake dom is that um, they enjoy hurting someone. And, well, is it? Because sadism is a real kink. And in addition to sadism being a real kink, um, and if you don't know, sadism is, sadism is taking pleasure in, like, inflicting pain on somebody. Um, So there are people who that is their interest, that's their kink, is sadism. And there are also people in this world who their kink and interest is masochism, which is someone who enjoys and takes pleasure from receiving certain types of pain. So there's not anything inherently wrong with someone, you know, being a sadist who does enjoy and take pleasure in inflicting pain. Um if they're doing it with someone who's consenting and they're doing it in a safe and good way and this you know the person that they're participating with is into this thing too um where it's wrong is whenever you know they're not practicing consent they're not communicating clearly you know all that kind of stuff where you're putting someone in a situation that they don't want to be in that is that is not okay but being a sadist, like enjoying inflicting pain, I think that is okay. Um, and if you are a sadist, like, while I'm not a sadist. I'm not even a masochist. I see you and want you to be a part of this community. And, like, I think it's, you know, just so wrong that, you know, you might be judged or rejected or perceived that way for having this desire. So that's, like, just one of the examples I can think of of something that's Typically, like listed as a, a fake Dom trait um, that I don't know, I just think like straight up just isn't. Um, but let's talk about some of the ones that are like towing the line a little bit more. So well, let's talk about um, some of the other fake Dom traits. Um, and I wrote them down somewhere. Let me pop it up. Okay. So here are some fake Dom characteristics that come up um, someone who is manipulative. So someone who is maybe like hiding their true experience, like not being upfront about the experience that they've had, maybe they're hiding um, personal details while also like you know demanding personal details from you. Um, so that's that's one trait. The other is you know just manipulation or practices that are not based in consent. So you'll also see on fake dom lists the term thrown around that that. Um, a dom is someone who is doing something for their pleasure and not at the like pleasure of the submissive, which I also don't think is true because like (laughs) there are service subs in this world who genuinely do want to just pleasure their dom, like that is a kink as well. Um, But I think the core of this is it being not based in consent and being more like manipulative or like pushing limits Um, not asking about kinks or limits before just like testing them out which is obviously not cool Um, ignoring safe words like that is not cool that is not based in consent so that is a fake dom characteristic you see on these lists Um, Another like fake dom characteristic you see is someone who like demands dominance. So someone who is, and I also think this kind of ties into not being based in consent. So someone who might like demand you use an honorific with them before, you know, you consent to that or even know who they are maybe. Um, someone who's, yeah, like pushing on your limits or, or once or just breaking your boundaries and just doing it under the guise of like this is what, you know, dominances, and this is what you need to, to do to be a submissive with me and that kind of stuff. Um, and where, and like, again, I wanna make it very clear. <laughs> the stuff I just listed about, you know, um, having your kink not be based in consent and being like hiding or like, just not being communicative or being authentic about the experience you have. Like, I don't think any of those things are right. Where I take issue with this term fake dom being thrown around um, is that we are humans. And especially like, I just have so much sympathy for this as someone with ADHD and like rejection sensitivity um, that I can only imagine how damaging it must be for someone because like inevitably we are going to make mistakes. Like, you know, someone's gonna accidentally like maybe, maybe forget that... This person, you haven't discussed this kink with this person and tested it out. Maybe you are remembering a past partner or something like that. Um, or, you know, m- maybe, you, maybe you are not being super upfront about the experience that you have because you're afraid of being rejected. So a lot of these, like, actions that someone might take might be out of fear. Um, but the solution here is to, like, learn and grow and change, Right? And to acknowledge as a person, like, hey, whoa, I really messed up. Now I see the consequences of my action. I want to, like, make amends, do it right, like, and grow myself as a person so that I'm not hurting people in the future. Um, but when we, instead of addressing this from that lens of humanness and compassion and, like, um hey, your actions affected me this way, it really hurt me, but I'd like to work through them, whatever. Um, by labeling someone just like a fake dom instead, it's it can be, it's not really inspiring that growth or change. Because if you're just being rejected from a community, um, and maybe someone's telling you why, but um, if there's not really an opportunity to make amends, like that's really hurtful and that can make you wanna like just push even further into like, well, I would just wanna be a part of a community where I can do this because these guys weren't cool with it. Um, and that's not what we want, that's not what any of us wants. So that's where this, I think, intention starts to go a little little wrong, is that like we're using this term to protect our community but in like protecting just your own local community and just shutting this person like out and away from just yours well that person's just going to go somewhere else and they're going to go find that person who's like isolated and not in community and and test it out with them and while you can like try to spread this message far and wide of like this person's wrong these behaviors are wrong i just think that there is <sighs> just think that shame and rejection is, you know, what we've all learned and experienced ourselves as kinksters is not, um, it's not going to inspire a lot of change. It's actually just going to create, you know, like this internal shame and self-rejection and festering and hurt. And can we just not do that? Can we just not do that to other people? It is so not cool. Um, so I wanted to kind of let's take a pause, let this sink in a little bit, um, and we're going to come back and we're talk about um, going to talk about the terms I think we can use instead, and like um, just a slightly different course of action that I think would more align with this intention of using this term by like protecting our community, um, so let's take a little, little pause, come back and talk about it. Yo, we're back! Okay, fake doms, real doms. Ooh, this is a really big one. <laughs> I know I just said I was trying to keep it short, but this is big. Um, so acknowledging that while a lot of those traits on those fake DOM lists are things that are, are wrong and need to change in our community, and it's a very valiant like, effort to want to protect our community from, from people who are doing these behaviors, there's also some misguidance there, right? Where, like, a lot of those traits on those lists aren't necessarily things that are wrong if you're doing it the right way, um, which I think can be confusing for people and, you know, cause some defensiveness. Um, so, what should we do instead? I think we need to start labeling the behaviors individually that are wrong and need to change and are hurting people rather than labeling people. So when you're labeling someone like directly as like, you are a fake dom, you are not who you say you are, Um, but I'm sure that's not how they feel. I'm sure they feel like, well, no, of course I'm a dom, I'm trying to do this thing, I'm trying to learn, Um, why are you othering me? Like it is othering them and it is putting the blame on like them as a human being and I do believe that people are inherently good, <laughs> and let's just say that even if you don't believe that, even if you do think there are like really truly evil people in this world in this world, um, there's still a lot of danger in like you know accidentally like throwing that t- term on the wrong person, I think, and there's a lot of um, also fear in the kink community like from Doms who again like might hide some of their mess ups because they're they're worried to be portrayed or labeled this way and have it fuck up their whole thing. Um, and <laughs> on the, again, on the other side of that coin, uh, just as easily as someone who can, um, you know, hide, hide their behaviors because they don't want to be labeled this way. There's also this, um, because this is a community and because we're humans and build these really strong personal connections, um, with members of the community, just because of the nature of like, you know, these are physical, intimate things, um, There's what happens frequently is people want to protect people who are um, like behaving inappropriately, like people who maybe are um, repetitively, you know, slipping up in consent or people who are repetitively like hiding or demanding or just like not truthful from the get go. We want to there's this tendency to protect people and say like, no, 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 they're not a fake dom because they do X, Y and Z. Um, and by putting it on this black and white list of like, well, if you're a fake dom, you do any of these things. And if you're a real dom, you don't do any of those things. By making it this black and white, um, yeah, it just it can call a lot of things into <laughs> into question. And yeah, there's a lot of fear about being labeled this way because the the design of this label is to other someone, right? And to exclude them and to say like, Hey, this one person's really not part of our thing. We do not accept them. We think they're even making it up. Um, It's kind of the implication there. So what we can do instead is just address the behaviors individually. So if someone is not basing their kink practice and consent, like let's look at example, like if someone is continuing to like ignore safe words, let's address that directly of, hey, I've set this safe word with you. I know that, you know, last night, someone else set the safe word with you. Um, And both times, whenever we use them, you did this thing. That is the conversation that should be happening. And I think in a lot of spaces, these conversations are happening. But on the internet, it's just easier to use this term of fake Dom. And I get that too, especially because you know I'm on Instagram myself. I know there's only so much context you can put into a video. like I get it, and I don't fault creators who do use this this term. Um, I'm just I'm just starting a conversation around like the potential harm of it and what we can be doing instead. So, by calling out the individual behavior, um, and I think it makes a person more receptive to that feedback, because it's not personal anymore. Like, it's not about them as a person. It's not calling into question who they are and their identity and labeling them as fake. Now it's just about like, oh, a thing, a, a thing you did. So this is an objective behavior that you can look at and learn from. Um, yeah, and it becomes much more based in the actual practice that you want to stop, rather than, again, like making it personal, making it about someone's character. Um, so other examples of this. So if you've got someone who is, let's say someone who is lying about their experience in the kink community or something, let's just address that individually. If you find something out like that, like start those conversations, um, from a place of empathy and like rooted in the behavior rather than like rooted in the person. And To kind of wrap this whole conversation up, because this is a big one, and I'm hungry. I gotta go get a snack. I just wanted to share. I'm like, by being conscious of the language that we're using and by making these shifts, we're really like changing the conversation from, from like this real versus fake black and white dichotomy that isn't real because, you know, there's complexity in humans, we all behave different ways into a conversation about, like, communication, like, direct communication and consent. Which, isn't that what the kinky community is all about? So, I just want to leave that in your head. Let us do. Let me know what you think. And I just also want to wrap this conversation up with, like, hey, no human is fake. We are all learning. We are all works in process, like, a work in progress. (laughs) Um, And... I also think it's okay to other someone from your community if you've had these direct conversations, address specific behaviors, set boundaries around them. They've you know crossed boundaries. This person does not need to be in your circle anymore. You know, and you get to choose how many strikes there are. If it's strike one and they're done, like that is your choice, and you absolutely I think you know can do that, and I would empower you to. Um, Again, this is just like challenging that language of the fake, der- the fake Dom and making it about the person and our character. And again, making it more about like these behaviors and just, you know, changing the conversation. Um, oh, there is one more final thought I had. <laughs> and this is about um, how this can impact the submissive and how subs, um, especially who are, who are newer to the space. Are a little bit more susceptible to these, you know, these, like, let's say, quote unquote, fake Dom characteristics of someone who's like demanding that you skip out on consent or like hiding information from you and making it seem like that's an okay thing to do and you shouldn't be questioning about them. Um, by, you know, a sub who is fearful of acting wrong or just like misbehaving or has this desire to prove themselves. Um, is also less likely to actually do those things and have those conversations and get that change that they want when they're just going onto, you know, like a Reddit forum and just seeing the the term fake dom and learning that kink is just about being with the right people and the right people can do no harm and anyone who does any harm at all is automatically fake and not part of this um and you know what message is that sending to our our submissives as well who like may also make these same mistakes like because submissives can also um you know hide the amount of experience that they have they can not be communicative about their boundaries submissives can also like push limits um submissives can Also, also demand, like make demands that aren't based in consent or communication. So let's change this conversation. I would love, love, love to hear your thoughts. Find me over on Instagram or send me an email or review the podcast as well. Would love that. Push us to more amazing kinky people. And we will chat so, so soon, my friends. Bye.